Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Welcome back to Wrestling with Freddy. I am your humble host today, especially your humble host, and you'll find out why. Because I have a very special guest, someone who this would have never happened had we not had a mutual friend. So let's start the show. Welcome to Wrestling with Freddie. Now stepping up to the mic, the host of Wrestling with Freddie, Freddie Prince Jr. Former WWE champion, Miss AJ Mendes. Welcome to the show. How are you? Holy crap. I haven't seen you in forever. What the hell's going on? Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Uh, it's such a strange way the universe has, has brought us together again. Uh, I don't know. Do you remember at all? Like, I was a baby when you were You were, you were a baby. So so let me break this down. I, I did a movie for Netflix with Amy Garcia, who people might know from uh, from Lucifer. And you should all bow down in her presence. Whenever you you meet her, don't even shake her hand, just bow, because she is she didn't just earn my respect, man. That girl earned my love. Like if she was ever in trouble, I would get her a jet to a non-extradition country and a hundred grand in less than an hour. Like that's that's how how dog I would roll for her. So uh she mentioned to me randomly that her writing partner used to wrestle. And I went, wait, who, who's your, I said, I used to work there. Who's your writing partner? And she said your name and my jaw hit the floor because I, I still have this memory in my head. I don't know why, but you came to like, what was like a, an acting workshop that we would do where all the wrestlers would take scenes or do acting exercises. And you did one about Pokemon with this dude that's wrestling in Japan now and I remember being like, what the hell, what the hell is a Pokemon? Like, I didn't know what, it, I didn't know what it was. So I was sitting there trying to like analyze it 
And the whole time, like when you were done, I, I think I asked uh, Cardona. I was like, hey, what what the hell is a Pokemon? And he was like, what's the matter with you? And I was like, oh, and then it all made sense. But do you remember this at all or am I crazy? Oh, my God. It's coming back to me. Um... You were, I'm telling you, you were so, I don't know how old you were when when they brought you up. How old were you? I think I was like, I don't know. I I mean, I I think I got signed when I was like 21 or something like that. You looked like you were 17. I mean, it looked like it was was illegal for you to work there because of child labor laws. It was insane. Yeah, I definitely. (laughs) I, I remember a big issue was that like no one would believe I was a woman. And so <laughs> throw all of the makeup you can onto this face. Um, well, you pulled like this evil kind of smile and this evil little, you would narrow your eyes a bit. And that made you look much more grown up. It was a real smart move that you did. But you kind of had a meteoric rise. You, I mean, it just, from. I mean, you're there and they're trying to figure out what to do. But once they did, and I know the person very well who came up with, with your story he wasn't on the road but he conceptualized it in the office but once it was that one episode you just kind of like took off how do you process that at 22 i'll put it to you this way my pops was 22 he couldn't handle it and he literally like turned to drugs and ended up killing himself because at 22 early 20s that's a ton to deal with and they put a, a a rocket ship underneath you and just launched you off what talk to me about how you felt there and all that Gosh, I mean, I guess it was really helpful that I had grown up so rough and I uh, survived so much before I ever got there that anything that happened was like uh, sprinkles on top of a Sunday of just surviving life. Uh, And so I really always took everything with a grain of salt and realized that it could be you know, living on the street. I could be dead from all the decisions I've made before wrestling really saved my life. You know, I, I tell my story a lot, but the the, the Cliff Nose version is I, I grew up insanely poor. I was homeless for most of my childhood, was lucky to make it out alive. And wrestling and storytelling and just living in this these fantasy worlds saved my life. So I always kind of had that perspective that this was a, an opportunity that I was just going to have fun with. And I really think it is a hundred percent, well, I say 100%, but I have to give myself a little bit of credit. So let me say some, a lot of the credit goes to the fans because it just spoke to me being successful, spoke to what they wanted to see. And they really were fighting for this movement of just someone on screen that represented them. And I was the first that really was not this picture perfect you know, supermodel. And I wasn't a big, strong warrior either. I was just like a scrappy little mouse that looked like she was 12 and <laughs> was dumb. I like, was a fan that snuck in. And, and I think just that idea of feeling represented and seen, um, I mean, that's what made me want to tell stories and that what, what's what made me want to wrestle in the first place. That resonated with, the, with this generation of fans. And so their love of me and championing me and my journey kept me in those storylines. And uh, so I, I owe them so much of the credit. AJ, it's, it's funny because, and you talk about growing up and how rough it was in your book. Um, what's mm-hmm. the name of your book again? It's called Crazy is My Superpower. 
please go to Amazon or wherever you buy your books and look that up and you can learn exactly what this woman went through as a child. You know, it's weird because you still look so young, but you are an old soul and kids that have to grow up more quickly tend to go back and and embrace that childhood when they get older and start to have success. My my friend Macaulay is one who never had a childhood, right? He was a working professional from age birth till he till he finally stopped. And so he never got to do any of that stuff that you got to do as a kid and then as an adult went in went into that. So when when you t- have that kind of, and I see you doing that now, but what I wanted to get to is you have this old soul because when you talk about why you loved it, I've heard guys like Terry Funk say that almost word for word what you just said. And I know you're not like a Terry Funk historian and, and taking a quote and like mishmashing it into your own. That's just you talking, but you have this very sort of old school and I and I guess it is from growing up, but you've been able to apply discipline in a way that very few artists can, because most artists are right-brained and they they reject everything the left brain has to offer, which is order out of chaos. Um, and I'm guilty of that, and and a lot of artists are. And I I know a ton of people want us to talk wrestling, but you made this transition from professional wrestling into writing a New York Times bestseller, and then transition from that into the art of screenwriting, which is incredibly difficult. Everyone's written a script, but none of them are good, right? There's only a small handful that that can impact the right person that says yes in order to get it made. And now you've done that. I don't think another wrestler has ever done that. I don't know if they've wanted to, but... <laughs> You've now transitioned into Hollywood and screenwriting. You have a movie that recently wrapped. Do you want to talk about that? Or I just I just get off on the process. So whatever you want to talk about is fine with me. But this is an incredibly impressive accomplishment, whether you are coming from wrestling or not, and you're still having to apply a similar but completely different discipline to it. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos 
para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. So I'll, I'll shut up and just let you talk about whatever you want to talk about this this movie which i've seen like video rehearsals of the stunt fights and stuff and that was so sick but anyway i'm gonna shut up now go ahead <laughs> um i did i think you're right it is so the same kind of discipline right i think what really helped me was the just the perspective of like i was grateful to have food in my fridge like that was my baseline of uh, like, if i could just make have a career and i could feed myself and you know, send money to my parents, like life was good. That's all I needed. <laughs> and I felt such a, uh, like end of a chapter when, when that, when that chapter ended, it felt like I was so whole. And what I knew I could take into the next chapter was these fans and that we really had this mission of representation. Um, and I just needed to figure out what that was. And so the, the book was the first try I wrote, I uh, wrote crazy is my superpower. And just wanted to get my story out there because I had felt that I hadn't really told people where I came from and how hard I struggled and my mental health journey. And I wanted to be really transparent about that um, because these people had supported me for so long. And what I noticed from that was that these, these, these fans really just believed in seeing a different perspective and seeing uh, a different kind of hero in the world. You know, when I was growing up, I I did not see women who looked like me on TV. I never saw any woman with the last name Mendez. I never, you know, <laughs> she had brown hair. I could be like, okay, close enough. Um, By the way, there's still only maybe two I Mendezes know. out there, but they're trying. They're trying. <laughs> We're trying. And so, like, you know, it, it, to me, at, there was a point when I realized, oh, if I want to see characters like me on TV, I'm just going to have to be that character. And that was wrestling. And then after that, it was, okay, it's not just good enough. It's just, if it's just me, I need to create more characters for the next generation. And so that's how I started writing. Um, I had gone to six months of film school at NYU. That's really good, though. Yeah, I got some experience. I couldn't afford it. Um, but I started wrestling when that didn't work out. So everything kind of felt really ser serendipitous. And I took this, like, circuitous route to get back into writing. Um 
and it was just all about like representing this this type of of this un, just unseen underrepresented character um I started in comics and with Amy, uh, we did Glow and we did Dungeons and Dragons and Wonder Woman. And then we really just started to dabble in writing for television and uh, screenwriting. First thing I did was I entered a, I started at the bottom, like going from wrestling and being like, oh, I'm this champion. Like I didn't, I had such a perspective of like, everywhere I go, I need to like hustle and just like grind and like, I have no ego. And like, that has been what really served me in wrestling. I knew I had to start from the bottom of the barrel. I started wrestling for like, I would get paid in like hot dogs and like like bus fare. And then, and I knew I had no ego about it. I was just going to like work my way to the top. And so when I started writing, it was the same thing. I, I entered a writing competition. Um, and, and, and won, and I got on the blacklist Latinx TV list. And like that opened the door and that is what introduced me to a lot of people. And I started taking meetings and, um, that's been a really productive tool for screenwriters. I know a couple other writers who have literally gotten careers because of that tool. Yeah. And you know what, even like the, the exposure was amazing, but there's also a thing where like they just, people just give you feedback if you ask through that, through the back, the blacklist. And so just like even every meeting, people give me feedback on what I can make it better, how I can make the script better or what they connected to it. I really saw that there was like a space um, that just needed to be filled. And so Amy and I just started this production company and started taking open writing, open writing assignments. And that's how we ended up uh, writing uh, Blade of the 47 Ronin, which is going to be on Netflix next year. That's right. Um, it is, it, you know, it was this idea for a project that they had and Amy and I were, everything we do, it's like, just, just go balls to the wall, <laughs> um, do it a hundred percent your vision and it's either going to work or you're going to fail miserably. But at least you don't, you know, you didn't, you know, you, you left everything out all on the field. And that's how it was with wrestling. Like I'm either going to get fired by playing this little like nerd chick tomboy, uh, or it's gonna work, and it worked. So the same thing kind of worked with writing, and and we pitched this all female version of what they wanted to do. Where it's like, no, it's all about the women. Like they're the stars. It's inclusive. It's it's very uh, diverse. And you know, we were scared. Like, okay, that was okay. That, that by the way, cool. there's actually like <laughs> Japanese history to support that, and yes. a lot of like the the women in the farms trained with the spear to learn how to fight and they could hide the spear as a, as like a, a garden tool. And mm-hmm. that was how they were able to, you know, train their weapons and keep them hidden in plain sight. So there's actually like evidence of this in existence too, which I love. And then, so it's actually like, it's even though it's a fantasy, fantastic movie and there's powers and people are doing things with swords that with a wire is a lot easier to do. It still has like that one root, that one seed of truth, which all those movies kind of need. Yeah, definitely. The Onobugeisha, like they are fascinating. And so we really wanted to like lean into that through that the wall and it actually worked. And these wonderful producers and studio gave us a chance and gave us our first shot. You know, it just kind of took off from there. And, and it's really interesting how like one thing always leads to the next, you know, like a certain meeting, you need a writing sample of, uh, of an hour long uh, drama. And it's like, we don't have it. Let's, let's get it done in a month. Done. Uh, and then all of a sudden we're now in the, you know, in the race for hour long dramas. And, and so stuff is just kind of 
snowballed in a really wonderful way. And we just got hired for our second feature. Um, Come on. Yeah. So it's like, and we're developing. Well, wait, can you, can you, can you mention it yet? Or is it too no, early? I can't yet. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay, yeah, tell me in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we're developing um, two TV shows. and so. Oh my gosh, man, that's so insanely great. It's the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing in the world. And I think it only works because I, I don't know. I know that like nothing can kill me. Like I've lived on the street. I've like starved. I know I can survive that. And so if I have to go back to it, I can go back to it. So now you just I'll, have like, this like burn the boats mentality though. That's so <laughs> hardcore. You know what I mean? It's like, there is no, I remember they asked Sugar Ray Leonard back in the, in the seventies, he was a boxing world champion. And they said, uh, what do you plan on doing if you lose this fight? Like what's next for you? And he's just like, I don't, that's not an option. Like I've ne I never even thought about that like, until you just said it. Like, I don't, I don't train to lose, man. I train to win. And you just kind of push your cards all in or your chips all in. And you're like, look, if you think you have a better hand, cool, but I'm not telling you my cards until you pay or you fold. And like you said, you went in with a nerd gimmick that you're just like if it's i got two seven if they call i'm in big trouble but if they fold i'm good and they did they blinked and you didn't and it helped get that character over apparently it's helped you guys you and amy kick serious ass and i want to segue you're talking television and we're talking wrestling so i have to i have to babble a little bit again um to get into this because where I failed, you have succeeded. And I really want to talk to you more about this because I just want to pick your brain and get schooled. But everyone else should hear too. So about a year ago, I guess, this was during the pandemic, a couple friends approached me and talked to me about, wow, women of wrestling. And they said, hey, man, would you be interested in trying to help get this made on uh, on TV in one way, shape, or form. You could write it, EP it, whatever. And I said, yeah, I love wrestling and I love women's wrestling. And I said, I think women's wrestling is is really at a high point right now and, it, and they should get an opportunity. So I talked with David McClain and he and I didn't exactly click, but we had respect for one another, but we certainly didn't click. And Jeannie Buss, owner of the Lakers, go Lakers. We went to what I knew to be friendly executives, where I knew the executives, where I knew they would give the, the idea a chance. And it was a brick wall, another brick wall, and another brick wall. And there might have been a fourth brick wall in there. I don't remember. I hit my head so many times. I could not get this idea over to a single executive. Forget, you know, a per, you know, I got one in the room, but it was a room of three. I couldn't get it over to anyone and i'm just like randomly you know checking out the the news da 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 and then i just see your name and i see wow and i go oh my god they're going to be on tv oh my god they're going to be on tv and i flipped out in the best possible way so could you please talk i have no ego about this i just want as many wrestlers as possible to have as many opportunities on television as humanly possible so that's my stake in this game right so how did you I guess maybe the glow connection, but what was the process of getting the Viacom deal and forget everyone else listening. This is just you and me. School me up. <laughs> I've got to give all that credit to, to Jeannie and David. I was um, brought on at the end of that. 
So they really did all the hustling and and figured out the right home. She's an amazing woman, isn't she? Gosh, she's a force of nature. And oh my I, gosh, she is. What I've understood is that she, you know, those brick walls continued and she just really believed in this. And what I so appreciate about her vision is that she wants it to be a family-friendly show that like everyone can sit down and watch it on Saturday morning. And that is such an old school vibe that I connected to. Because you're an old soul. You're Terry <laughs> Funk. You're the... <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I remember being really little and the only uh, posters they had of the female wrestlers were in bikinis in like the, the magazines. And yeah. so I was like, oh, I guess I'm putting a bikini poster up on my wall. Um, so just the idea of like giving a younger generation um, this, this sort of like wholesome superhero type lean. That's what their characters lean into is that superhero vibe. They all kind of have an archetype character, which I really, really liked as well. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-213 I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's talk about Jeannie for a second, because I love talking about how people made it. And I love bringing on people that it's so it feels so disrespectful to say I'm proud of you. Right. That just feels disrespectful. I'm so impressed 
by you and by so many of your peers. And I've had other wrestlers on here. I've had the Miz on here who just, I look, I'm, you talk about a force of nature. Like, like I've had other wrestlers on here, but Jeannie was such an interesting person. She wanted, she wanted me to make a puppet show. Okay. And I love puppets. All right. Like I've loved them. My uncle broke the, the rainbow connection for, for Kermit the Frog. My uncle's Paul Williams. So like I got to play with the first Kermit the Frog. I love Muppets. And and we had a, a friend in common. And so we were going to come up with it. I can talk about it now because it's never going to happen. It was called Little Lakers. And it was all these like, it was like Lil Kobe, Lil Shaq, all these. And they all had like attitude, right? And so I was talking to her about this and I go, so where are you seeing this? Like, you just want to put it on like Spectrum or something like that? And she goes, you're not thinking big enough. And right when she said that, every sentence she said after, I've never forgotten. Like any, and I delete things people say to me all the time, good advice and bad. But <laughs> Jeannie has this ability to think big, mm-hmm. even when you think your idea is too big and you're nervous to pitch it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not big enough. I think you have a woman behind you and behind this company that when she commits to something, she is committed to it. And she's been involved with WOW for a while now. So for her to make that commitment with you and to have that trust in you, and again, I was the wrong fit. You are the right fit. I think you have a huge opportunity here to bring more wrestling to the, and it's not about competing. I hate, it's always about comp. That's so stupid, man. There's so many channels. It should be about opportunity, right? There shouldn't be an Academy Award. Actors should be family. Like there's no real wrestling award. There's slammies, but those aren't real. Like wrestlers are a family. So this should be, you know, it should always be about opportunity. And I love that you're working with, with someone who I, she has earned respect it's not about oh the lakers have seventeen thousand championships i don't i love the lakers but that's not as important she has earned respect okay in a world where no one wanted to respect her she was jerry buss's daughter what did she ever work for what did she it was like stephanie mcmahon you know all she ever had to be was vince mcmahon's daughter and i'd be like dude she saved the Jeff Hardy championship promo. She single-handedly saved it when the power went out, ran in and was like, excuse my language, and said, fuck that, we're fixing this. I was already like, I don't know what we're going to do. She's like, I do. And I mean, it just steamrolled through, man. So it's like, those are moments where respect is earned. And Jeannie has earned that respect. And so when she gives it to someone like you, and it's not like me saying appreciate that. I already know you do based on how you came up. I just... I'm so excited to see what your plan is. I mean, even beyond creatively, like you can even improve the work there. You can help prevent injuries there just because you know how to work the perfect way. You know what I mean? Like, and you're the same size as some of those girls too. You know what I mean? So, and I love that you're out here in LA doing it. Can you talk about, do you guys have a plan on where you're going to shoot yet? What's the plan for you guys? So we'll actually be shooting pretty soon. I think we're maybe... 60 days out. Um, so it's getting, it's getting kind of close. Um, we're going to be in syndication in the fall of 2022. Please check WOWE.com for your local listings. <laughs> I still I still have my t-shirt. I'm rock my t-shirt. <laughs> um, it's also on the CWC uh, app and the Pluto app, but um, you know, it's, it's really what inspired me to join 
wow was the idea that it was women behind the scenes in every capacity and women in front of the camera in every capacity. And to me, I love wrestling and I never stopped love res- loving wrestling. Um, and this was like the perfect way to rejoin the world of wrestling, but also combine it with what I'm doing now and what I have a passion for now. And so I'll be executive producer alongside Jeannie and David McLean, which is my That's so sick. That's so Um, sick. I'm so happy for you. Oh my gosh. And then I want to talk to her on the phone, you know, um, she really just kind of laid it out there, like what she wants us to be and what the vision is. And, um, and then also left a lot of space for what I want it to be or what I could bring to the table. And I really appreciate that. Her old man did that too. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think that that's the right way to start something. It's, you know, we know that people know what the product is or they know what it was before, but this is going to be a new beast. And um, we're really excited about that. And it's, it's, it's a great group of women. Um, and I, somewhere along the way, just kind of got inspired to say, okay, I'm also going to do color commentary. <laughs> I I knew it. I knew it. I was actually going to ask you. I was like, you got to do something on camera. You got to. You can't, you can't do them like that. You can't do the people like that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, like wrestling opportunities have popped up over the years, and I've just never been ready for that. Um, I'm not sure, like, physically if that's something that, like, is the fires there, but the art of it. It's yeah. always been there, you know, and when I was a fan, the women were the, my favorite part of the show and I would, you know, skip the guys matches to watch the ladies. And so I had such a crush on sensational Sherry or scary. Yes. Sherry. Oh my God. I, <laughs> like everyone else like pulled for Elizabeth and I literally was like, what, what? Oh my God. Oh God. Never. No, Sherry. Like I was such a Sherry Mark. Like when everyone <laughs> oh, went Trish Stratus, I went Lita. I was like, oh, yes. Lita all day. Lita all day. I like the tougher chicks. I always like tough chicks, man. I married Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I like tough no. chicks, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. My husband says the same thing about Sherry and Elizabeth. Yeah, oh, she, she, it was yep. all about Sherry because she was she could talk too, man. Like, yep. And she could really work. She could actually like wrestle. That WWF didn't really let her wrestle, but she was actually a really good wrestler before she got there. Um, they just limited what, what women can do as you had to deal with when you were there. I'm sure they said certain moves you weren't allowed to do. Oh yeah. They were, I mean, (laughs) I talk about it in my book a little bit, but they, they, you know, it was, it was the time when we had very small windows of, of, of Matt. You were lying. And, Five uh, minutes and and a minute each for your yes. walk in, and so it's really a three minute match. Tell a story and go. Yep, yep. And I'm oh my god, my favorite match ever is when we they told us to go home, and we were like, nope, and we just went like twelve extra minutes and like got in trouble. But then they were like, but it was a good no match. way, yeah. but it was a good match. So they gave you a, see. Sometimes you gotta just burn the boats, and yeah. if you get if you take the heat, you take the heat. Exactly. But a lot of times, uh, someone in a in a position of power, if you know you can do it and you're willing to take that shot and prove them wrong or be proven wrong yourself, that's how you get. That's how you earn respect, big time, big time. You are you are going to absolutely kill it. My daughter is 12 years old. She loves women's wrestling. I can't wait for her to watch WOW. She already watches WWE. She watched, She followed Ruby over to AEW because she likes Ruby a lot. So I can't wait to share uh, your contribution to that product. And uh, and yeah, I just, 
thank you so much for doing this. I haven't seen you in 15 <laughs> plus years, probably. And you're kicking so much ass. And it's so awesome. And I love you, Amy Garcia, for making this happen. And yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get you a jet and a non-extradition country too, AJ. So any, oh, what, you. If, you, <laughs> if you and your man ever need to, you know, rob a bank and get away with it, just call me up. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, no problem. And when I call you, uh, <laughs> you know, back back those words up, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think I just implicated myself, so I may have to go to a, a non-extradition as well, but, you know, we'll party. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I appreciate it. This has been amazing. It's so cool to see uh, you still loving wrestling. And I, I just, it, you were such yeah. a huge... Uh, part of making us feel comfortable uh, when I just started on the road and you were a friendly face and you were kind and really gave us a lot good. of confidence. Good, so good. I just have to say thank you for that. Um, yeah, it, was, it needed a little balance, that company. I'm, I'm all for <laughs> tough love, but I'm like, y'all ain't never heard about Bruce Lee. Like, you got to have a little bit of both, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Follow this woman wherever she goes. She has the right focus, she has the right imagination, and she's an absolute steamroller. The smallest steamroller on earth, but it's still, it can still squash you. Thank you, everybody. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespanol.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.